This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome back to another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Blues are back after a bye week. They played the Maple Leafs Tuesday night. They really needed to come out and be strong in this game. They started out this month of January and played pretty good against the Devils and won that game in a shootout 3-2. Goals by uh, Shin and Tarasenko. Just great to see these guys do well. Then they played awesome against the Vegas Knights. Arguably, probably their best game of the year. They fell apart in Philly. Jake Allen did not look good in Philadelphia. But then again, guys... Nobody looked good in Philadelphia. A lot of people blame Jake for that loss. There were so many breakaways. There's not much a goalie can do, two-on-ones, three-on-ones. Yeah, sometimes they're going to make those saves, but those are not high-percentage saves. You're not going to make a lot of those. You're probably going to make three out of ten maybe, but the Blues did not play well in that game. They came back the next night, and I thought they had a great effort against the Capitals. They did lose it in overtime, four to three, but they still get a point. They came back home on the ninth and really laid an egg again for Jake Allen. No, he did not play good, and I'm putting this loss on him and the Blues, but he was the main reason. But still a lot of defensive breakdowns. Good thing the Blues did score four goals. Last time they scored four or more goals, December 9th against the Red Wings when they won 6-1. to one. So the Blues have not had a great offense the whole month of December, basically. Now the most of January to start. Guys that started to improve towards uh, the end of December, 1st of January. Guys like Tarasenko who started scoring more. Guys like Alex Steen that started playing much better. A much better two-way game that we all know Alex for. And like I said, he's not the guy he was three years ago. I'm sorry, but he's not. Is he still a good player? Yeah, I think he's a, he's a pretty good player. But he's not in that upper echelon of players. But if the Blues can get 15 to 20 goals out of Alex and he can still play pretty good defensively, his contract is definitely worth it. Another guy that kind of needs to step up is Patrick Berglund. This guy is huge, and there is no reason why this guy should not be able to push some of the smaller players around, get in front of that net, do what he needs to do to get those goals. Because guys guys like Paul Stasny, who are smaller, they get it done in front of the net. And Paul Stasny's been playing great in my mind. He's really stepped it up in the last few games playing like the veteran he should be, and they need him to continue against Toronto. The Maple Leafs started out January with a 2 to nothing loss against Tampa Bay and really did not play bad in that game. Then they went to San Jose and lost in a shootout 3-2. to Then they went to Vancouver, lost in a shootout 3-2. to Then they went to Columbus, lost in overtime 3-2. to There's a 3-2 to theme with this team. Then right before the bye week on the 10th, they lost to Ottawa 4-3. to but that was in regulation. So going into this game, they're, they're similar to the Blues. They need more offense. Their goaltending, unlike the Blues, has played pretty well recently. Anderson has kept them in games until their offense gets going. They're wanting a big offensive breakout in this game. So will we get that from these teams? 
No, we would not get that from either team. In fact, it would take until the third period to get a goal. In the meantime, both goalies were just playing lights out. Anderson and Hutton. Trying to take it back. Morgan Riley over 25 minutes in each of his last three starts. Lost it. Steen off the bench. A rebound stopped and Freddie Anderson's into the game with a couple of big stops in the opening 37 seconds. Alex Steen for Yashkin. In tight. He'll center Bertuzzo. There's a blue liner coming in to join the group and a big stop by Anderson on that chance. That's an amazing stop by Freddie Anderson on Robert Fortuzzo. To Bergwin, he reverses, but it's on the tape of Carrick. And Connor Carrick in front, and a shot and a save by Hutton. He got over, made that initial save, and then he mops it up with the left hand. Had to be sure. Joel Edmondson plays it in. Here's a break. It's Thornburn, a backhand high. Good chance for Chris Thornburn. So both goalies standing tall in the first two periods, playing very well. Anderson, we all know what he can do. The recent play of Carter Hutton taking over for Jake Allen. Hutton just played awesome in the first two periods. Thorburn, I thought, for the Blues played well. Had that great opportunity. That last clip you heard was a save by Anderson on him. Very nice shot by him. The Blues, I think, are having a pretty good game. Offensively, they're putting pressure on Anderson, but Anderson's coming up big. You know, some other night, they may have scored three or four goals, but it wasn't going to be this night. And Carter Hutton, some other night, Toronto may have scored three or four goals. They both had great opportunities in the first two periods of this game. The Blues would outshoot Toronto 14-7 to in the first period. The second period, shots would be even, 12-12. to Which team would come out in the third period with opportunities? Well, they both would. In fact, Anderson had to make a great, great save, again on Thorburn, to keep this game 0-0, zero to zero, 3 minutes and 26 seconds into the third period. Blues in the midst of a change and off the pitch. The Blues have it. A backhand pass in front. Former backhand stopped by Anderson, who was deep in the net. Anderson stands tall against Thorburn, who, like I said, I thought he had a very good game. Probably his best game as a Blue. Could have very easily got two goals out of it, but he didn't. Just as in the game against Philadelphia and in the game against the Panthers, the first goal would be given up by the Blues on a breakaway. They've got to stop giving up breakaways. And it would be a breakaway on a power play. Toronto would get a shorthanded goal because the puck bounced past Petrangelo. They go up one to nothing. Petrangelo has a bounce by him. Maybe a break. Connor Brown's in. Shorthanded. Third shorthanded goal of the season, and the icebreaker goes to Toronto. Uh, we talked about the Blues' dreadful power play. That's the fifth shorthanded goal of the year they give up. Brown deflects this pass, and it gets by Petrangelo. But he makes a nice effort to get past him, and then he dunks this right into the top corner above the glove of Carter Hutton. Can you believe the Blues have given up five shorthanded goals this year? That is not a good stat. That is a terrible stat. There are teams that don't give up two or three in a whole year. Heck, there are teams that don't give up any in a whole year. That would be Cotter Brown's 11th goal. Shorthanded goal, 10 minutes, 10 seconds in. Toronto is up one to nothing. Well, don't fret. The guy that would step up for the Blues would be none other than one of the guys I've mentioned earlier that needs to step up. That has been stepping up recently. And that is Alexander Steen. With 57 seconds left, beautiful goal by Alex. Ties it at 
one-to-one, and we head to overtime. From Shen, up the wall, off the body of Tarasenko, not up Petrangelo. He waits, and a shot, they score! Steve on the rebound, has tied the game with 57 seconds to go. What a goal by Steen. Holy jumping of all the guys that has deserved this one to score on Freddie Anderson. It would be Alexander Steen. So many great chances on his tape. And give the Blues credit, boy, not going away in this hockey game. Staying with it, showing some great spirit and conviction. Tarasenko keeps it in there, hugs the boards on the backhander, and then he gets support by Stastny. Save with the left pad, rebound comes back out, and the toothless grin of Alexander Steen, enough to tie this game up in one. That would be Steen's seventh goal, Petrangelo's 24th assist. Stastny gets his 22nd assist, 19 minutes, 3 seconds into the third. Woo, not much time left. The Blues tied at one apiece, going into overtime. I'm sure both teams are going to get very good opportunities. In fact, they would. The first opportunity would be from Toronto. And Blues goalie Carter Hutton would have to be big like he was all night long. He would make a save on Nylander to give the Blues an opportunity to win this game. And would they win the game? Yes, they would. On a goal by Vince Dunn, the Toronto native wins it in OT for a big win coming back off the bye week. 2-1 to Blues. And now it comes to Sabotka. Uh-oh, checked by Nylander. And a break in the clear. Nylander! And a save by Carter Hutton. In one position and cutting that one down. Now Vince Dunn for the Blues. And a two-on-one in overtime. Dunn and Stasby. Dunn right in. He scores! The local kid wins it for the Blues in overtime. And the Blues celebrate a 2-1 victory on Dunn's goal. And he cannot believe it. Fourth goal of the year, brought from the Toronto area, and he wins it in overtime as the Blues take it 2-1. He goes coast to coast here in Toronto. A huge win for the Blues to start off here after the bye week. We were hoping for this effort. I think it was a very complete game for them defensively. Offense still needs to perk up a little bit, but man, it was a good game. The Blues with the win, improved to 27-17-3. The Maple Leafs with the loss, fall to 25-17-4. But they have a very similar record to the Blues. Shots on goal, the Blues outshot them 42-31. to Power play, neither team had a power play goal. The Blues were 0-2. Toronto was 0-1. The Blues' woes on the power play continue. They're going to have to really improve on that in the second half of the season. Face-offs, Toronto really dominated the Blues 60% to 40%. Steen gets that game-tying goal with 57 seconds left. His seventh goal of the year. The hometown Toronto boy, Dunn, gets his fourth goal. Stasny, who's played well in the last, I'd say, 10 games, gets two assists. Petrangelo gets an assist. Hutton, another awesome game for him, 30 saves. On the Maple Leaf side, Brown gets that shorthanded goal, his 11th of the year, and the fifth shorthanded goal the Blues have given up. They've got to tighten that up. They really, really need to. Nylander had four shots, almost won it in overtime. Matthews, who's never had a goal against the Blues in his career, that's amazing thinking about how good this kid really is, has four shots. And Anderson, who played well enough to win, had a great game for them, did everything he could to get them the win, makes 40 out of 41 saves. Let's go ahead and go to the post-game interviews where we're going to hear from the hometown boy and the guy that got the game-winning goal done, Steen, who tied it late, and of course, Carter Hutton, 
who gives the Blues another chance to win with another stellar effort. The NHL game in your hometown, first NHL game. Right? Yeah, it's a pretty crazy feeling there. Um, you, know, you dream about playing in this arena when you're a little kid and um, you know, to get the opportunity tonight, even though um, I didn't really think I was going to be in. But, uh, you know, it's good, lots of support here from my family and my friends. And, uh, you know, just very fortunate for the opportunity. And uh, I'm really happy we could get the win. You were able to wrap it up just like Marty taught you, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, Sass won the draw. And um, it was kind of a, a messy puck in the corner there, just trying to get it off the wall. And, um, you know, I just kind of kept skating up and realized it was a two-on-one. Um, you know, I just try to shoot for a rebound more than anything, but, uh, you know, found its way to the net. Vince, if uh, Bowmeister gets here a little earlier, are you are you in the game? I'm not sure. Um, I wasn't really told much, just kind of be ready for the game. So, um, you know, just try to stay focused over the night and um, just focus on being ready to play um, if I was in or not. So, yeah, I guess things just kind of happen for a reason. Um, you know, very fortunate to play this game. you got to get him a nice baby present, huh? I know, right? Yeah, congrats to him. Uh, that's pretty special having a second. So, um you know, we're, uh, we're all happy for him. At what point, sir, at what point did you know that you would be in for sure tonight? Um, probably about an hour before the game. Um, Bo, Bo showed up, and I know the coaches were kind of on the fringe of playing him, so I just tried to stay ready and, um, you know, just kind of found out last minute. Your mom was in the stands tonight, right? Yeah, had my mom and my dad there. Um, now grandparents watching on TV, so uh, it's pretty special. Is that like the guys that bring you to practice when you're growing up and then to score in your hometown? Yeah, exactly. All the credit to them. And I know I uh, wouldn't be here without them. So um, pretty special feeling having my family and friends there and, uh, you know, really happy to get the win. And be, before you left St. Louis, you're even hoping you'd be healthy enough, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, over the break, I got sent down for a couple of games, just trying to get back in the groove of things. So, um, you know, I think that was probably best for me in the end. And, you know, it's not where you want to be, but, um, you know, to get a couple games in after being sick there, that's probably the best thing for me. But I mean, a minute left, can you take us through that goal, the tying goal that you scored? Uh, yeah, it was, you know, I thought we worked hard, played well for the most part of the game. I think uh, we had our fair, fair share of chances. He made some great saves on some of them. And, um, you know, towards the end, we just wanted to try and get pucks to the net. And we got one, so a little fortunate. How big of a win is it? I know it's only one game, but uh, especially the way you won it, how big of a win is it? Yeah, I think especially the way we won it to come back and, and um, you know, win, tie it late and win it in OT was obviously a big boost for our club. What can you say about Carter Hutton's play this season? Yeah, I mean, he's been fantastic. Whenever called upon, he always gives us a chance. Even when he comes in um, off the bench mid-game, he's always ready to go and well-prepared, and he's been fantastic for us. Even though you needed that goal in the last minute to, to tie it up, what you guys were able to put forth in the first two periods, did you feel that you were in a better position than the scoreboard showed? Um, I don't know if we were in a better position. We were. I think we deserved. We deserved the tie to tie it. I thought we had our fair share of chances. I thought he made some great saves, obviously, and um, but I felt like we played we played a solid hockey game, and um, you know I, I I think we deserved a goal. Uh, what's a game like that uh, like to play in Carter, where really nothing happens for the first 50 minutes and then real turn of events in the last second there? Yeah, I thought it was a good game. I thought it was a I thought both goalies played really well. I thought I had a good night, and I thought Anderson was great. And you know, it's just one of those games they get a you know a bounce on the power play and they come down shorthanded and score. And you know, from there, then it kind of goes one way or the other for me. I think I keep battling, make some saves, and then late we're able to get pucks on the net and, and get a rebound. That's kind of our going into it. We knew we had to get traffic and get to the net, and we were able to get a rebound. And once it gets to OT, it's just a it's a crapshoot, right? It's a you know skills comp, and the young kids able to go down and ice it.
It's one of those games where everyone was working hard. You just had to keep stick with it and eventually puck would go in. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's a test. Uh, coming off the break here, you know, it's a battle. You don't know, uh, you know, a few days off and see where your legs are. And I thought the guys played great. And we pushed. You know, I think we, I don't know, we had four, over 40 shots. And, you know, it's definitely a good night. We obviously want to try to find the back end of that more. But it's one of those things they got a really good goalie. And, you know, we stuck with it. And we're able to, uh, you know, obviously pretty excited for Dunn there. That's, you know, as a hometown, that's pretty awesome. Him getting the overtime winner. What did you see from Nylander on that three-on-three chance? Ah, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I thought he kind of got in a little tight and made a move, and I was able to stay with him. Uh, I thought the shorthanded goal, I, I bit too early, and I did the same thing last game. I think the last three goals I've given up are on breakaways, so that's something I need to uh, tighten up for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I think just trying to be a little more patient, and, you know, it's a timely save. You know, it's overtime, and, and then the next one, I kind of knew Matthews was open, so I was cheating toward him, and, uh, you know, I'm able to get, get down on it. And then from there, we go down, and... Dunner just battles, and you know the rest is history. Huge win for the Blues. Huge win for Carter Hutton. I know there's a lot of talk that Carter Hutton is now the number one goalie, and the other Blues have given up on Jake Allen, this and that. Jake Allen's not good. I don't think that's it at all. The Blues have too much invested in Jake Allen just to give up on him. He's going to get his opportunity. And for those people that don't like him, I'm sorry. If he starts playing well again, he's going to be back to – to playing most games. That's just the way it is in the NHL, regardless of who you like, who you don't like. It's going to benefit the Blues if both goalies are playing well, and that's what we need. Going forward, the Blues need to score more. I know it was a big win, and I'm not complaining, so please don't take it that way. You can't always rely on goalies to make those huge, huge saves and to only allow one goal. That doesn't happen in every game. They need to start scoring three, four goals a game, and they're going to win most games if they do that because of their defense and because of their goaltending. So moving forward, the Blues have a game in Ottawa on Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Central. Then they end the month with four games at home. 20th against Arizona at home. Then you've got 23rd against Ottawa, 25th against Colorado, and the 30th against the Canadians. These are all games the Blues can win and should win. So let's hope they finish this month strong, head into February, because we all know the closer you get to the playoffs, the tougher these games are going to be. These teams are all fighting for playoff spots. In most of these divisions, there's not many points separating the top teams from the 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th teams in the league. It's going to be a fun end of the season. Thanks for joining me again for this episode of the Drop Podcast. Until next time, stay safe. Have a great rest of your week and let's go blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.